Mi, 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 mi. You, 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 you. Yeah, I was just expressing my worldview, so what's up? <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Read It and Weep, or a podcast about bad books, movies, and TV, or grumpy pop culture ear candy, or, or, or. Uh, this is episode number 53. We have now done as many episodes as there are countries in Africa. Also, as a fun side note, 53 is the racing number of Herbie from the 1969 movie The Love Bug, and also my comedy sports jersey number. Today, we are talking about Eat, Pray, Love by Elizabeth Gilbert. We are we have read the first third of the book, you know, the eat part, the part where uh, that we were most likely to enjoy, and likewise with you. If you would like to read along with us, you can do that for free by going to audiblepodcast.com slash readitweep. You can get this book on audiobook free of charge by signing up for a trial membership. Since the book is broken into three parts, with 36 segments in each, modeled after her Indian religious fetish item, we've decided to try to do the same thing with our podcast. So today... For this episode, we are going to do 36 segments. The only difference is if one of our segments sucks, we're just going to not publish it, something she should have tried. Our, uh, <laughs> so if our numbers jump around a bit, that's what happened. Tonight you'll hear 15 segments. <laughs> <laughs> two segments. <laughs> 35 to go. Let's jump into it. Segment number two. I need to introduce today's panel. First up, he's a hot Italian twin who just wants to talk about art. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ezra. Maybe you should kiss me. No, but you shouldn't kiss me. But you probably should kiss me. But don't kiss me. <laughs> also joining us today, he's a hot Italian twin who wants to get down. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chris. I'm not confusing like my twin. I just want to get you. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us today, we have a very special guest. He's your on-and-off boyfriend who only treats you well when you don't want him. His name is Nick. I pull away from my... Uh... Earth wife, because she's uh, she's kind of trying to eat my soul. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, I'm your host. I'm a whiny divorcee who writes letters to myself and my other personalities, and I get confused sometimes and think they're God. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Alex. Hey, Alex. Hey. And at one point in my relationship with Nick, we decide to stay together and just stop trying to be happy doing it, (laughs) which is also my relationship with exercise, (laughs) minus the staying together part. All right, segment three. Chris, we need you to summarize this book in 45 seconds with an Italian accent. I can promise that my Italian accent will be at least as good as Elizabeth Gilbert's. (laughs) (laughs) You're wasting time. Oh, shit, really? Well, this book, it happens when a lonely lady, she takes out her wife out of her life out of New York, and, and she just decides that, that she needs to find the God, and she needs to find the Jesus, but not the Jesus, maybe just a non-specific spiritual God, you know? So she's going to take three different trips in one year. She's going to go to Italy, then she's going to go to India, then she's going to go to Bali. And between there, she's going to eat pasta and pray a lot and love. Uh, this part is about when she's in Italy. And she meets men, and she eats pasta, and she likes both. And that's the book. 
shit. Now, all of your summaries about any book have to end with, and that's the book. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right, segment number four, major compliment time. So uh, from each of you, I need a compliment about the book so that we seem like this is fair criticism. We'll have another one at the end. Compliment sandwich. Nick. Ding. As the guest, you always have a choice to go first or last in the major compliment round. What do you prefer? I would like to go first, and I'm ready to go. Um, I now am set up with my best pickup line ever, thanks to this book. Oh, ooh, please. And sure. it's it's stolen from the book in one of the characters, and I'm not sure she realized that it was a pickup line, but I loved it. It's the... You aren't too fat for an American girl. <laughs> and, and, and being a member of the doughy Midwest, I feel like that one's going to come in handy way more often than not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think, Chris, did you say ding? I did say ding earlier. Right, I want to jump right in with my compliment. Yeah. My compliment is that Elizabeth Gilbert makes the astute observation that it's okay to have ice cream for breakfast. <laughs> this, being as close to a religion as I come, is definitely something I appreciated, and I'm glad that so many uh, people who also like Oprah decided to read this book and at least be open to that spiritual message. I think for you, eating ice cream for breakfast is eat, pray, and love. Yeah, there you go. It covers a lot of ground. It does. And it starts you off right, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Ezra, why don't you be third? Um... I'm a fan of the Italian swearing that we have in this. Mm-hmm. There's a really great section we get with a, a sports fan yelling a lot of obscenities. And there's a great way that she says uh, the... Well, let's see if we can get the clip for it. Dai, 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 abrutini, dai. Va bene, va bene, ragazzo mio, perfetto. Bravo, bravo, dai, dai, via, via nella porta. Eccola, 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 mio bravo ragazzo, caro mio, eccola, eccola, vaffanculo, figlio di mignote, stronzo, caffoni, traditori, madonna, nella porta, nella porta, nella, vaffanculo. Con! It's a very epic fuck you. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of that section. Well, actually, I was going to use that same thing for my compliment, except I wasn't going to compliment the Italian. I was going to compliment the way she read it when she said the English version. Yeah. It's the English translation. She says, and here's the other half of that clip. Come on, come on, come on, Albertini, come on. Okay, my boy, perfect, brilliant, brilliant. Come on, go, go, in the goal. There it is, there it is, my brilliant boy, my dear, there it is, there it is. Ah, go fuck yourself, you son of a bitch. Shithead, asshole, traitor, mother of God. Brilliant. Oh, excellent. There it is now. In the goal, in the goal, in the... Fuck you! That's <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Yay! Cool. Companion compliments. Yeah, Your that's nice, half man. is the Italian and mine is the American version. <laughs> Your half isn't too fat for the American version. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome job. All right, now it is time for segment number five, Hate Baccarat. I don't know the rules, but a French person might be involved. <laughs> really big plastic cards and a stick. <laughs> don't know what the stick does, but it does a stick thing. It's also important that there's very little skill involved in this segment. I can be good at this. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Who has a hate uh, high or low they would like to try? I know we're going to touch on this uh, later in the podcast, 
But her picture of spirituality is very confusing. <laughs> For one, she says she believes, in this section, that God breathes through our own hearts. She demonstrates here that she does not know what a heart does. And <laughs> if this were actually true, we would all die of air bubbles in our blood. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a uh, like an old sea captain's tale, or like... What's God, Sea Captain? Arr, it breathes through your heart. <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm making a note of this for all future podcasts. Anytime something is said that we think is really stupid, it's gonna be sea person wisdom. <laughs> it's my turn. Um I would like to hate on two of the worst cute and clever I don't know, phrase constructions I've ever encountered, and I would like to present them for you now. One in section two, where she refers to being stuck at Lake Inferior. That one hurt me especially bad. It's uh, <laughs> pretty weak. And then uh, later on, when she uh, she talks about her emotional grief quake, which <laughs> like, I uh, I think I vomited a little in my mouth, and I just and I couldn't believe that this kind of writing is like this woman makes her living writing, and I. And I, I don't know why I work at, at some retail job. I want to know what's wrong with the world. <laughs> that's, that's fucked up, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, EG just, uh, she keeps trying to be funny, and she busts into her trying to be funny voice when she's reading, too. Like, <laughs> it was really serious, and I considered killing myself, so I made a little joke. And then I left. <laughs> like... Chris, I think you just seduced and made love to me with that one. It's <laughs> a really slick little joke voice. <laughs> Thanks, man. My pants are off. What happened? What happened? <laughs> I didn't even feel it. It's just gone. <laughs> it's a whisper. <laughs> Segment number six. Here's a really quick game called This Isn't For Me. And this is where I'm going to like things on behalf of other people. Nice. You guys can participate as necessary. Ezra, on behalf of you, when she is walking around Rome not having a map, she describes herself as being lost and really happy and thinking that everything she saw was beautiful and magical. And that seems like a character you can get behind. (laughs) I did like her a lot. Oh my god. There's a brick building. Oh my god, a street. Oh my god, sidewalks. Everyone here is Italian! <laughs> Did you know that the gravity is in Italian? <laughs> Alex, I got something that I can love on behalf of you. Actually, this is kind of a gift. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, one of, the, one of the characters' names is Luca Spaghetti. Yeah. And, Alex, I'm giving you, and everyone else, uh, 30 free seconds of no-judgment puns. All right? <laughs> Who are some friends of Luca Spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Freddy Fettuccini. <laughs> Freddy Fettuccini actually has the same profile, but is much fatter. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps always talking about his penne. Don't. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but uh, Lucas Spaghetti is engaged. He's going to marry Nera. Oh. Oh. He, Lucas Spaghetti, he's a big drinker, and he hits the vodka sauce a little too hard. Oh. I want this game to end. I feel so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Try harder. Embrace it. Uh, so, importantly, though, you got to know that Lucas Spaghetti and her are just platonic friends, because you can Lucas Spaghetti, but you cannot touch a spaghetti. <laughs> um, you I love w- it. You love it. You're a beautiful human being. <laughs> you can't get enough <laughs> 
touch this. You can't touch this. Segment that was ten. No, this is ten now. Ten. All right. Uh, By the way, the best part about numbering the segments is that when we edit things out, it's just gonna go like one, (laughs) seven, twenty, done. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Go. Part of Liz's jokey, fun, light personality is that she thinks she's really creative at saying yes enthusiastically. So when they're like, hey, do you want to go meet a uh, fifth-generation medicine man? She doesn't just say yes. She says, does James Brown get down? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's dead. Well, now, but did James Brown get down in 2005 <laughs> when she was writing this book? Probably. Oh, that's fair. I imagine, yeah. yeah. Before the death, absolutely. And, yes. and, and shortly after that death, he got down six feet. Boom! Oh! <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite. How many of, you know, do bear shit in the woods statements can each of you come up with in 15 <laughs> seconds? <laughs> I'm going to have like a dated slant to mine also if I can. No, that's fine. Well, you give us the setup line. Do you want to go meet a 300-year-old medicine man who looks like Yoda? Is alcohol illegal? <laughs> <laughs> Have the Cubs really recently won a World Series? <laughs> Is molasses the sweetest thing we've invented so far? <laughs> Are these horseless carriages freaking you out, too? <laughs> Is 128K as much RAM as anyone's ever going to need? <laughs> All right, segment 11. Uh, let's play one change, huh? Anybody? Okay, yeah. So what's one change to make this book better? Here's the thing. I think I just want to cross over again. Because actually, Liz was a much more likable whiny character than any other whiny female character we've had before. So I'd rather just stick her into Twilight and sort of like kind of see how maybe how Bella slash Liz does you know, when she breaks up with Edward and goes on this you know crazy journey through like I don't know, I guess Illinois, Indiana, and, like, E-Arkansas. E- <laughs> <laughs> It'd be called, like, I don't know, like, Mope Stare Mope, I guess. <laughs> My one change is that her spiritual journey be narrated by Moloch from The Lost Symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you said his name, you used a bit of his voice. <laughs> and then she went to an ashram. <laughs> got a billion tattoos and shaved her head and turned magic. They will all know of the sacred place. <laughs> it's called Bali. You can go there. Oh, I got a change. I would like, instead of it being her rich privilege just going abroad to dick around for four months, yeah. I would like it that she's a recovering bulimic and that this is like a sponsored food tour for her. <laughs> She is. This is basic training for eating. Yeah, yeah. She's she's in boot camp, skinny camp, <laughs> skinny camp. <laughs> All right, who's got segment twelve? All right, I got a censored one. Yeah. Oh, great. I love these. I don't really have anything else except listen to a censored segment. Yeah, just give it a name and then play the clip. Okay. Hey guys, this is segment 12. It's called Bleep. <laughs> Very well done. I, I spent a lot more time making the clip than I did uh, the name. <laughs> Touche. All right, let's listen to it. 
I always thought we only had two choices in our lives when it came to <laughs> thin and crispy or thick and doughy. How was I to have known that there could be a in this world that was thin and doughy? Holy of holies, thin, doughy, strong, gummy, yummy, chewy, salty paradise. On top, there's a sweet sauce that foams up all bubbly and creamy. Uh, I, think, I think she actually said the phrase sweet ass sauce <laughs> that's what I heard oh god that was rough. wasn't that good? That was, that was fucking brilliant <laughs> alright thank you for section bleep do you want to try a better introduction? yeah I can I can do a better one um, uh, so guys they did it to me once again I got the uh, censored version uh, of the audiobook so maybe you can clear up what, what this is actually supposed to be saying because it, it really threw me for a loop Oh, okay, great, yeah. This is called, a uh, Censorship. <laughs> Segment 13 is going to be mine, and it's called A Delicate Flower. Uh, when she's falling in love with David, he does her laundry... And and then she's like she freaks out. She's like it's the best thing that's ever happened to her. And she's telling a friend, and she says he hand washed my delicates. And her friend says you're in a lot of trouble. So none of us are girls. None of us have delicates. What is that one thing that a girl, if a girl did, would just fucking ruin you forever? Brought me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> just once. <laughs> a sandwich. You wouldn't even pull out. <laughs> falling in love with every subway employee you've ever met that's exactly why Sarah's not letting me go to fast food (laughs) that was section 13 I think a lot of these are not very much about the book Good point. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Here, section 14 is called Eat, Pray, or Love. It's the same as Mary Boff Kill, except you get to eat, pray, or love her multiple personalities. Oh. So wait, who is it? Uh, weepy, weepy Liz, Fat Liz, mm-hmm. or God Liz? Yeah, probably, or Spiritual Liz, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> what do you guys fun. think of those, of, uh, of Weepy, Chubby, and Gotti? Gotti. Oh, I want to eat her God part. Because I feel like that would be the most satisfying because I could eat the universe. Yeah. I'm going to pray that she gets her body back. And then I would like to love her weepy part because I like the way that tears taste. <laughs> I am going to eat food, Liz, because there's the most to eat. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be hungry again in three hours. <laughs> right, which you would if you ate weepy Liz, you know, yeah. because she was really skinny. Well, I was going to love the, the weepy Liz... Um, because she's the only one who seemed to have a decent house to move into. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess I'll pray on the god Liz, um, because it seems like her constant nattering on would make her easier tracking, especially in the snow. (laughs) Alright, it is time for segment number 15, which is an audible ad. Dear Audible, I wanted to thank you on my recent acquisition of a wife. Through listening to Eat, Pray, Love, I found a girl who is my total spiritual match. We are both inane and entitled. Thank you. 
Love Nick. <laughs> Dear Audible, thank you for my acquisition of a wife. I have now found someone who is as fat as I am and loves to eat food as much as I do. You're the best. Love Ezra. <laughs> Dear Audible, thank you for the wife. She loves me whenever I don't care about her and vice versa. And that is what I need. <laughs> Love emotionally unavailable Alex. Audible.com. Yeah, we got girls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was listening to some other podcasts that actually take their sponsorship seriously. <laughs> And they totally want people to know that you can sign up for a two-week trial subscription with Audible.com by going to audiblepodcast.com slash weep. And you uh, just for being a fan of our show and signing up for that two-week trial, you'll get uh, to choose a free book that's yours to keep. And Audible now has over 72,000 titles. Fuck, I'm glad we're not those shows because that would bore the shit out of me. Dude, yep. I'm already asleep. But yeah. <laughs> stop the name for the segment and it's seven, segment 17 all right it's called unnecessary dehumanizing reductionism <laughs> when i came up with this one i called it word up but whatever both are good <laughs> all right at some point in the book liz is talking about how uh each city that she visits or her friend is telling her, i can never keep track of their crazy inane babble but it happened <laughs> at some point and they're talking about each place each thing has a word that most aptly sums it up. That if people are walking around in the city, that that's the word that they say is bouncing around in their head. And, for instance, in Rome, the word is sex. Okay, so Nick, do you want us to sum- come up with the word for our city or for ourselves or what? Yeah, because there's that idea that if you match the word, if you, the, your word matches the word of your place, then you're in the right place. I'd like to see us name your city... And then how inevitably your word will be completely different from your city. Awesome. All right. Well, I got one. I, I live in Davis um, in California. The word would be bicycle, <laughs> <laughs> which isn't that great for me because uh, my word is nap. <laughs> uh, I live in Portland. Portland's word is meh, well, you is know, true. because everyone is too good for everything here. And... Uh, that's too bad because because my word is I wish I had air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> Hyphenated. Yes. <laughs> and like you call up the air conditioning guy, he's like, uh. <laughs> yeah. uh, Nick. All right. Uh, I am currently living in Chicago, and I think my word for Chicago will be almost because. I think it describes how they feel about Chicago in relation to the other U.S. American metropolitan <laughs> cities, that we're yeah. almost New York, we're almost, almost L.A., and my word would be jackhammer. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yandalize a steel driving man, Lord, Lord. Yandalize a steel driving man. All right, segment 18 is called Blueprint to a Painting. Uh, and this is in honor of uh, a thing Nick does on his blog where he describes in great detail a painting that someone should paint, but he's not good enough to do. Uh, and uh, for me, the, the way this is going to work is there's at one point her, uh, the carny that's reading her future and trying to have sex with her, draws a, a sketch of a person with four legs, a plant for a head, and a smiley face over the heart. 
suggesting that you need to be really grounded to the earth, uh, have your head in the tree. I don't know what the trees part was, and that you talk from your heart. Anyway, so uh, let's describe the sketch that we would make of this book if it were a person. So I'm going to start. This book would have a muffin top. <laughs> oh, this book would have a muffin top. Yeah, and it would it would be on those those crazy uh, Gloria Vanderbilt stretch jeans. That... High waisted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Trying to keep it away, but uh, no, the the stretch only can help so much. There'd be a little bit of front butt, I think. <laughs> I think for uh, for hands, there'd be like empty tissue boxes. You know, from all the crying. All I can think of for feet is like seafoam green Crocs. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) What? They're comfortable. They are. (laughs) Uh, We we got to pick up the pace because we've been going too long. So let's let's move it along. Section nineteen. Who's got it? This is called. Brushing up on a foreign tongue. So we had the origins of the Italian language, uh, which is that it was all kind of just taken from Dante because that was the most beautiful version of, uh, of language being spoken uh, at the time, or ever, I guess. And I was kind of thinking, if we wanted to do English this way, right? Just to take the best version of... New Jersey, uh, um, done. Let's go. Good. That's what I was thinking, actually. <laughs> I want the, or- the origin of the English language is David Mamet. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck, 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 fuck me. Fuck, fuck, fuck who? Fuck, what am I doing? Uh, we gotta make this sale. <laughs> Alright, I got I got one. Um, yeah, se- segment 21. In honor of Liz's uh, bullshit petition to God. Oh! Yes. Um, I would like us to do our own series uh, in a segment that I call Petty Petitions. If we could petition God for something, what would it be? I am out and of beer currently. I would like more beer. <laughs> I'll sign that petition. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know who would sign that petition? Homer Simpson. He loves beer. Yeah, he does. Henry Weinhart would sign that petition. I would like to uh, sign a petition that anyone who makes a milkshake is not allowed to use a glass that has been within a dishwasher for the last half an hour. Yeah! Oh! What is that? <laughs> I'll sign I feel that so petition. strongly about this. I'm using my <laughs> I am signing your petition, Nick. <laughs> He's signing it in a knife. He's just fucking carving his name on your petition. Yeah. Th- that segment made me realize that I do not understand girl coping strategies. I don't get it. <laughs> like, I have no clue how girls get over their things. I, like, For me, it's like, hey, man, you want to go play around to disc golf? Sure, and we'll hang out, and we'll talk, we'll quote movies, and then things will be fine in my life. Because memory isn't that long when you're a guy. <laughs> you're like, hey, how was your day? Well, I was having some trubs early in the morning. But later, I went and played disc golf. So I guess things are good. <laughs> <laughs> some trubs? I support that. I want to make that something that people I say. signed that petition. Yeah. <laughs> I want that to be the uh, the language of America. <laughs> like, people say, people is say Chris tired. <laughs> it's like happy making. Uh, great. Uh, segment 23. It is finally time for No Retreat, No Surrender. So... As always, in the game of No Retreat, No Surrender, it's like that movie No Retreat, No Surrender where there were sub-characters that were more interesting than the main character. So, uh, who else in this book would you rather see a book about? Giovanni. 
Definitely Giovanni. Was the, yeah, awesome, the sexy twin? The awesome, sexy Italian twin who loves philosophy and art? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds genuinely yeah? interesting. Yeah. I would also, there's at one point she makes a new friend, which is an other writer who's living in Italy, writing about food for a magazine, and at no point is complaining in her writing about a failed marriage. I want to <laughs> read her book. <laughs> yeah, because the, the only fun parts of the book were about food. <laughs> I would like to I see like the first that, person narrative of her last month in Rome jeans. <laughs> Sisterhood of the traveling stretch pants. <laughs> we really have gotten up in the fa- gotten caught up in the fact that she gets fat. But to be fair, she did have like this best-selling book, which is now going to be a movie starring Julia Roberts. She is pretty damn lucky. Yeah, things <laughs> things are coming up, Elizabeth. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I'd be willing to put on 23 pounds for total success. Okay, but you need really? Not even <laughs> yeah, really, dude. <laughs> not only not only would I'm willing to do it for the last year, I've proven that I'll do it for moderate success. <laughs> Man, for you... moderate failure, even yeah, for, for, for treading water, I'll do it. <laughs> Alright, uh, segment 31, how hard is it? It's <laughs> She has a really hard time getting divorced in New York, because apparently there are a lot of different rules and laws for getting divorced in New York. It's so hard to get divorced in New York, how, how hard, hard is, is it? it? Even Nick couldn't jackhammer through it. <laughs> oh! oh. Jow. <laughs> I could, though. <laughs> <laughs> Segment 33. Uh, so everybody has to say your minor compliment, and uh, we're going to go in reverse order from the way we did at the beginning. So I'm going to go first. Early in the book, she's trying to figure out what wisdom is, and she decides that true wisdom gives the only possible answer. And I've been trying to achieve wisdom for a long time. I studied philosophy, like, I've been really into it since I was in high school. And I love that it turns out that being wise is really just using the process of elimination well. <laughs> um, it's actually even easier than that. It's usually letter C. <laughs> who, who, uh, going backwards, that makes it uh, Ezra's turn. Okay, so um, at one point, she basically talks about you know, the failings of the marriage. She says she doesn't want to go into details about it. All right? She doesn't want to talk about all of her husbands, like, you know, numerous failings and all of her like you know terrible things and, and the disintegration of the relationship. I got really interested in all that. Uh, and the good thing about it is it gave me a really good idea, you know, uh, about uh, like about teasing a compliment and not actually going into it. Like I got this really, really great idea for for a compliment actually. Yeah. And it's a really, really good one. Alright, Chris, it's your turn to go next. <laughs> okay. Um this book made me laugh out loud at least once. And I totally laughed at her joke, um, which is kind of like I don't know. Anyway, she's crying really hard because she finally admits to her Italian friend that she was in a divorce and then she broke up with David finally. So she's crying like ridiculously and she uses the phrase double pumping it (laughs) to mean when you have to when you're crying so hard, you have to breathe in twice to make up for the breathing out. And I just love the phrase double pumping it to refer to something like as almost like strangling yourself with tears. And as unmanly so. as as, te- as crying. Yeah, it's true. I it's like kind the of contrast. a badass thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, uh, cont- completing our cycle then, that makes it your turn, Nick. What is your final compliment to this book? My compliment is that I feel like this book has opened up 
the playing field of, of of being a single guy in Chicago a little more to emotionally damaged early to mid thirties women, which I wasn't able to really access previously. But I feel like I can I can start getting into the psyche and understanding this whole new section of people now. This and book is a tool of seduction for you. It turns out, yes. I'm also going to compliment them on that. Good work getting getting Nick uh, some middle-aged <laughs> pussy. You, like, touch their hand, and you're like, hey, it looks like your word is needs a friend. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Ez. I'm writing that one down. Okay. <laughs> really cute. <laughs> that was a really cute tool of seduction. Yeah. <laughs> That brings us to segment number 35, Occasionally Asked Questions. This is one of my favorite segments where uh, Chris and Ezra and I answer questions from the readers. You can submit a question if you'd like on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash weep, and we will answer it on the show, possibly. So, Chris, why don't you read the first question? Caitlin Cipriano asks, Why is Ezra so awesome? I'm just kidding. Mm. No, my question is this. <laughs> would you read if ordered to by way of a gun to your skull george bush jr and coulter or bill o'reilly uh ezra's awesome because he eats yogurt just kidding <laughs> that's funny um I, i'll take bush um because what? i think he, because we're going to well no i mean just because um I think it's yeah, it, it's kind of the it's like the stupid kind of crazy. Um, I think that could be kind of interesting, and it's maybe a Greek another Greek tragedy way the way uh, Palin was interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, and I do love unreliable narrators. You know, somebody who's like, and everything was fine while during my terms as president, and just kind of like that. I, I would enjoy that. Um, plus, I like reading about you know people in power. Uh, Ann Coulter and Bill O'Reilly aren't. You know, they're just blowhards. Yeah, yeah, for sure, definitely. I, I, you're right, definitely, definitely the Bush. And depending on when his book comes out, if it's if we're if we're able to, we're definitely probably not definitely we're probably gonna pick it up. Tara asks, "I'd like to turn that into a rousing round of Mary Boff Kill." Bush, Coulter, and uh, and O'Reilly. Um, okay, got it. Yeah, Mary Bush. Because uh, he's uh, he's like kind of a handy guy, maybe he could you know, fix things, clear some um, he talk to on to Trout at least, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Um, I'll kill Coulter, uh, and I'll buff O'Reilly because he'll hate it. <laughs> and that is exactly things. my that's that was my answer too. Ding 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 <laughs> for the win. <laughs> also remember, from now on, we're not calling it Mary Buff Kill. We're calling it Eat Pray Love. <laughs> uh, if you have any other questions for us infrequently or frequently asked, uh, put them on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash weep, and we'll try to answer them in one of these segments. All right, that is it. Thank you everybody so much for listening to Read It and Weep. Uh, we will be back at you next week with section two of Eat, Pray, Love, which I'm guessing is going to be love. I have a feeling she's going to go out of order, so just read that part. (laughs) Read that part, come back, we'll talk about it next week, and we will do it in fewer than 36 segments, I promise. And that, with this outro, we have completed our 36, so... Hey!
Hey, good for us. Uh, you can check out Nick if you want to hear uh, Nick's musings about the world at nickdelahanty.com. D-E-L-E-H-A-N-T-Y. We'll have a link in our notes. Nick, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you very much. I was happy to, to engage in this vaguely misogynistic hating on this lady. Yeah, I feel like I was more racist and sexist than usual today. <laughs> so chalk this let's, one up as the skinny part of the bell curve. Let's just say we get we get a pass today. Wait, wait, wait. Why do we get a pass on this, Nick? Just because I deserve it? Like ice cream in the morning? Yeah, I think so. All right. Thank you also very much, as usual, for being here, Chris and Ezra. Yep. That is everything. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back next week. Take care. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Yeah. That's at the podcast. Ha, 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 ha.